Hi. Welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we will explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that school teacher. You know the one. She has after-hour hookups with anybody that wants it at the school. I could be reading from your bank manager, who secretly loves to jack off in the vault. I could be reading from the one that comes to clean your office after you leave. You know the one. He secretly likes to smell your chair while he's jacking off. You just never ever know. If you have any erotic fantasies you want to share, or even if it's just to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and now Smuttyfy at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. Just remember by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to the creation. Need a little more, Nikki? $5 a month gets you an extra episode on Fridays plus early access to this one. Now, you can't find me on patreon.com in the search, so I've made it completely easy for you. Go to dearnikki.com, N-I-K-K-Y, of course, and there is a tab that has patron on it. it. takes you right to my patron page, so now you can find it. Now there's no confusion. I've made it hopefully completely simple for you guys. I have new things coming up, new announcements. You'll be the first to know if you join. Support for Dear Nikki is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best below the waist for grooming and hygiene. It's March, and you know what that means. Green beer and a little bit of drunken naughtiness, maybe? Hopefully. Are you really gonna go out and pick up somebody? with all the verge sticking out of the sides of your lot? I really hope not. Manscaped has the fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You know it, you hear it all the time. It's trusted by over 2 million men and some women worldwide. If you're using your old trimmer, getting nicks, maybe you should change to something that's quieter, sleeker, when you're trimming the verge to go get lucky. Get 20% off using the code DEARNIKKI, all one word of course, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping worldwide, using the code DEARNIKKI, N-I-K-K-Y of course. Masturbation. You know the word, a very dirty word. Well, I find it fun. Let me ask you this. Now, now you're probably going to think that I'm asking... Have you ever done it? We've all do it, right? Now I'm probably at thinking, oh, where? Oh, I've done it here. But have you mutually masturbated with your partner or watched your partner, lover, whatever dynamic masturbate for you 
or you for them. And I'm not talking about sitting across the room and now that's hot, hot as hell, but watching them close up, being right there when they're stroking that cock, being right there when she's playing with her pretty little pussy for you. It's interesting because most couples, they'll have this long list of things they do. And sometimes you'll run into a few that have never or it's on their bucket list to do, but they haven't done yet is watch their partner masturbate or masturbate together. You learn more about your partner, lover, whatever dynamic you're in when they touch themselves. It's the most intimate act. So if you're not finding time to watch or participate in mutual masturbation, what is stopping you? What is stopping you from learning how to touch your partner or learning new ways to touch your partner? Every stage of a dynamic, even with yourself, you grow. You're not the same person you were five minutes ago than you are now, so forth and so on. Yes, it's a very overwhelming thought, but can you honestly say you masturbate the same way you did at age 19? I know I don't, but then I wasn't 19, so I learned to masturbate late in life. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I did, but it was more like, I don't get it. Again, it took me to meet some <clears throat> older gentlemen to teach me how to masturbate, and God, thank God I found them. So the next time you're looking to be intimate with your lover, partner, or whatever dynamic you're in, say my favorite phrase, teach me how to touch you. I want to watch. Or if you're by yourself, explore new feelings, explore new touches, explore your body, what you like, what you don't like. You might find something that feels really good. And I'm not talking about just you're playing with your cock or your vagina or, you know, supposed to say penis again, or, you know, whatever we're calling it. I'm talking about your skin, your hands, your fingers, everything uh, in, in between. You may find something that turns you on that you didn't think of as sexual. Hmm. I wonder what yours is. Mine? I love the back of my knees lick. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, let's have some whiskey, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I currently work three part-time jobs, one of them being at a strip club. As of recently, my inner slut seems to have awoken once more and wanted to have some fun. And as I currently write this, I'm standing behind the bar at a strip club. Anyway, this all started on Wednesday, as I fought with the thoughts of fantasies all afternoon. It was a losing battle that ended up with me being soaked through two thongs by the time I got to strip club for bartending shift, and I just said fuck it. Scrapping the outfit I'd planned to wear, I instead went commando, with my training plug in still inserted. Yes, I'm training myself to do anal and leave the house with my plug in on a daily basis. Anyway, back to my inner slut awakening, standing in the changing room with all the dancers, I looked through my locker and found a black mini skirt I had left behind from one of our schoolgirl theme nights and a pack of black X pasties to cover my tits, which would inevitably be my outfit for the night as I served drinks. Only I didn't serve drinks. As the hours passed, I allowed a few of the regulars to motorboat me, which management was lenient enough to allow since it was just their faces touching me. 
I then snuck it back into the VIP area on my break with one of the dancers. We had some naughty fun eating each other out, and I got very up and close and personal, sensual, private dance of my own. And then throughout the night, I flirted with the other bartender. At some point, we were making out with lots of tongue play and playing with each other's boobs, tweaking each other's tits as patrons threw a few extra dollars our way, which was pretty much how I ended my slutty festivities that night. Now again, as I write this, I'm at the strip club. Tonight's a pay-to-enter theme night, the theme being at the end of summer. So all of us girls are standing around in very skimpy bikinis. In my case, I'm standing here in a lime green microkini that has more strings than fabric. There are two small patches barely covering my erect tits and a little patch covering my lower lips. But my landing strip is on full display. Although I can't compete with some of the dancers' outfits, but still, I'm feeling really sexy and I'm really tempted to get on the pole, even though that hasn't gone well in the past. Now, it's already been a couple hours since I've gotten here and I've already had a couple guys do body shots of me. The classic format involving a shot glass held between my mask covered lips, one resting on my belly button and one in the center of my wide thighs make. And my God, I'm dripping wet because of it. I'm surrounded by hot, nerdy singles, both genders, mature dilfs and milfs, allegedly non-cheating husbands, and secret lesbian wives. My kitty is purring like a vibrator, but the hottest thing has been watching all the dancers move their hips and take off their bikinis before showing off their supermodel-like bodies. I'm blushing just typing this, but I think I'm going to have some fun as the night dies down and see how some of the dancers' microkinis look on the floor of the VIP room. However, to keep me busy until then, Athena and me and the other bartender, yes, before you ask, all the bartenders use fake names to make things more exotic. And we just happen to choose the names of Greek goddesses. Well, probably end up giving a show of our own on the bar, with one of us straddling the other, or maybe serve a few drinks topless to ourselves. But even up to this point, we've been kissing each other every chance we get. She made sure to tell me that she's all in to do whatever we think we can pull in some more tips. So naked whipped cream muff dives are on the bar are more likely inevitably going to happen. Aphrodite. Hello, Aphrodite. All right, here's the question. Could you? Ladies, would you? First of all, not a microkini girl. Never have been, never will be. I just, I... I like a little of the imagination. I, yeah, so microkinis are out for me. However, I liked this. This was very hot. I don't think I could go, well, okay, I guess I kind of do. There's times that if I'm taking calls that I'm really worked up, have I soaked through two pairs of panties? Yeah, I have maybe three or more. And yeah, there's times I've said fuck it like she did and went sans panties, but I think we've all been there, haven't we, Brenda? Anyway, <laughs> hello, Brenda. So if you worked at a place like this, not saying Brenda does because she doesn't, could you do it? Could you strip down 
and do whipped cream muff dives. Take out the extra tips and everything that it brings. All the sexual energy in the air. Could you explore the inner slut? I think you could. And gentlemen, would you want her exploring? Would you want to watch? Well, that's a stupid question, isn't it? Of course you would. (laughs) I really want to know. Dear Nikki, to start this story off, I want to say that I love women and I think they are so sexy. Every single one of them in their own unique way. But I must say there is nothing quite like being with the same sex. When I was about 20 years old, I had my first same sex experience that lasted for a couple of years. It was my best friend's brother, who we'll call Jer. Jer and I would watch movies and hang out after his brother had gone to bed. One night, I got so horny out of nowhere and just started jerking off, thinking Jer was asleep. So I'm jerking and I hear some movement and I think nothing of it, when all of a sudden I heard, what are you doing? Before I could explain to him what I was doing, he crawled over to me and asked if he could watch. I was a little hesitant at first, but after he asked a couple of times, I said yes and continued. It wasn't much longer after that when he reached over and touched my now throbbing cock, which was leaking drops of cum off the tip. As he touched my cock, it twitched, sending a huge pulse forcing out more and more cum. After a while of him stroking me off, I decided to reach into his pants to find his hard cock. As I did this, he realized what I was doing and took his pants off very quickly. He had a very small, uncut cock, and it's still nice to see. Once he got it out, I started watching him stroke as I continued as well. One thing led to another, and he was on his knees sucking my cock, licking it from balls to tip, making me go over the edge. This was so amazing. This went on for quite a few years, getting more hot and heavy with every encounter. We eventually rimmed each other, and he even wanted me to fuck him several different times. I'll never forget it. Odin. Hello, Odin. I hope I am not butchering your name. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. Over the years of working on the lines, this is actually extremely common where I would get a call and he would start off and say, well, my first experiment is, and fill in the blank here. So if this is how you explored sexually, if this is how you explored what felt good, there's nothing wrong here. Absolutely nothing. It's very common. As you can see, you're not the only one. And I can tell you this, Odin's not the other only one either. If you were at your friend's, what a house, apartment, wherever, you know, he lives in a cardboard box in the next, you get what I'm saying. And his older brother happened to catch you or older sister or whatever, you know, whatever we're talking about here. Would you keep going? If they said, I wanted to watch, would you keep going? And would you touch them in return? What if they sat beside you and started stroking off? I always find it fascinating when I can tell what's turning a person on. That's something that um, I liked about the lines that I always feel. And I still feel that I sometimes hold very deep secrets of people that 
uh, called to explore. It's like testing the waters. It's another version of one step closer to actually acting out what they want. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But here's the thing. What is, because we all do it, we all have something that if we were to tell somebody else that we masturbate to, it'd be disgusting. And I mean, even as simple as watching a woman masturbate or watching a woman giving head that that does turn some people off. Point being here, just because you watch someone of the same sex that you are pleasure themselves. And even if you join in, it doesn't make you anything but sexual. Remember that. And no one has to know besides you and that person or persons, if you want to do multiples in that room. Just remember that. Explore and just live in the moment. And it's something I'm learning myself as well to live in the moment, live within that intimate, that lust filled air and enjoy it. Embrace it for what it is and worry about the other stuff tomorrow. But again, it doesn't make you anything but sexual. And that's an amazing thing. Dear Nikki, first off, let me start by saying I'm a big fan and love your show. Our lifestyle started back in 2006. I was 26 years old and my wife was 25. I was her first until then. And now she's had a little over 27 men in her life. Hot wifing was how it all started. We were watching interracial porn together, two black men with a white girl. It was so hot and intense. We both got so turned on and we fucked like animals right after. During that session, as we fucked, I kept asking her if she would like to try a black man, and she said yes. The thought of my wife being with someone else drove me crazy. She's light-skinned toned, and I could just picture the color of her contrast of a black man being on top of her. The next day, I asked her about it, and she declined. She said it was only sex talk. I found myself bringing up this topic a lot. She was getting annoyed by it. I stopped bringing it up. A few months went by, and one day when I had got home from work, she said she had to confess something to me. I grabbed a beer, and we went to chat in the garage so our kids wouldn't overhear. She told me she had a second cock in mind. She went on to tell me that there was a nice black man that she used to work with and had even asked her out a couple of times, and she had declined because, well, she was married. This turned me on a lot. I told her to go for it and try to get his phone number somehow. A few days went by, and she called me at work and told me it was done. The contact had been made. I instantly got a hard on and couldn't wait to get home for the details. I got home and she explained how she got his number. She called an ex coworker and asked her for it. Her coworker asked her a million questions, which my wife kindly did not answer. She said she calls, let's just call him Mr. M and explain the situation by saying we wanted to have a threesome and he was lucky man she had chosen. He asked for details on this encounter. She said, simple, you and hubby take turns with me. He accepted and now it was up to me to set up the logistics. Of course, I arranged it real fast as I did not want her changing her mind. In two days, my wife was going to experience her second cock in her life. We got ready. She looked stunning. 
laced booty shorts, matching bra, small skirt, and a cute pink blouse showing off plenty of cleavage. We slept, stopped by the store, and picked up some beer and wine and condoms too. We met him in a random parking lot. I got out to meet him and told him to follow me to the nearest hotel. Side note, this is where my wife gave up her virginity to me, so it was a special place for us. We arrived and went into the room. She was nervous. I was too. I wasn't sure how I was going to react. I had plenty of thoughts run through my head. Was I going to be jealous? Damn, this was crazy, I thought. He asked us how this was going to happen. I told him the condoms were a must, no kissing, and when he must come, he still had to pull out. He agreed. I gave him a hand gesture like saying, go right ahead. He did. He got behind my wife and began feeling her entire body. She had her eyes closed for a while. He bent over the top of the small table and began debiting her ass and eating her out. I was enjoying the view. I kissed her and told her to let loose, have fun, and enjoy the moment. They went to bed and she began sucking his cock. He was slightly bigger than me, but we weren't there for size. After she was done giving him a blowjob, he laid down and began eating her out. She was squirming and the sight was fantastic. I handed him a condom and he put it on and asked my wife if she was ready. And with her most sexy voice, she said yes. He slid his cock in and she gasped and began to moan right away. I was hard. I pulled my dick out and began to masturbate. My heart was beating so fast. He starts fucking her harder and harder. He got her doggy style and now she was getting fucked hard. She was screaming and moaning with pleasure. He laid her back down missionary and had his hands all over her, kissing her neck, trying to kiss her mouth, but she moved. He was giving it to her hard and then pulled out and came. He laid down and they both hugged. This session lasted for about an hour. He then got up and went to the restroom. My wife looked at me and said she enjoyed it. When he came out of the restroom, he asked, do we keep going? I turned to my wife so she could make the decision. She said no, that it was plenty, and she was done. He said okay and thanked us. I shook his hand, and my wife got up completely naked, hugged him, and thanked him, and he left. I quickly got up and began making out with her. She was well used. Her body felt so good. The smell of hot sex on her body drove me crazy. She got on top of me as soon as she put my dick in her. I felt how loose and sloppy he'd left her. We fucked like never before, and she felt so good. We kissed passionately, and she thanked me, said it felt amazing. We came together in the most intense orgasm we had ever had. We slept a bit, dressed, and went home. The next day, she had told me she regretted what she did. She said she felt like she was did me dirty, that I was the man of her dreams, and she didn't know what to think anymore. I told her not to worry that we both made this happen, that I loved her more than ever, and that I just wanted her to experience another man. She felt better after I told her that. We hugged and laughed and talked about the night a bit more. She said if this ever happens again, she would like to change a few rules. She has to kiss. I agreed. Ray. Hello, Ray. I love the story. And this is what I like about it is 
the aftercare. And I know that's a word that's typically used for the kink BDSM community. But realistically, when you guys go back and reconnect and ground each other after you play with other partners, that is a form of aftercare. And that's essentially what Ray and his wife did. And it sounds like they're still exploring and kudos to them. I'm proud of you for embracing, even if it didn't work out and you guys thought and saw that that wasn't the road you guys took. At least you guys are exploring to connect and have that intimate moment and see where this goes and find a deeper connection with within your relationship. I'm really proud of that. That being said, Aftercare is extremely important, especially in this sense. You're giving your body to another person, trusting them with your partner's intimacy, what they're giving, their sex, their lust. And coming back together and grounding each other and making sure you're still on the playing room, on the same playing field, there's the word, and making sure we're we're okay. This is still even if you've done this 564 times, even if you've done this every day of the week or every day of the year, every time you should be regrounding, reconnecting and having aftercare in that moment. And as your relationship grows, it changes and adjusts. It's just like we all know most of us that listen as looking at my demographics we're not all 20 anymore. We can't do splits like a 20 year old. Well, I can't. I mean, I'm pretty flexible and things like that, but there's no way I, you know, we just don't have it. So we have to readjust and we don't bend like we used to and we don't stretch like we used to. And, you know, we pop more <laughs> with our knees and oh, I'm starting to realize that. So Make sure you're having the aftercare with your partner. Make sure you're reconnecting, regrounding yourself and saying, are we good? Your own way. Are we good? Good talk. You know, that kind of thing. Because if you're not, how are you going to know if you need to readjust? Just like she did. I have to kiss. Because I did find that a little odd that they didn't kiss. I'd want to kiss. I'm a kisser. I'm a very big kisser. But if it was against the rules or my partner was uncomfortable with that, my lover was uncomfortable with that. No, I wouldn't. Would it be hard for me? Yeah, I think we'd have to negotiate um, and talk about different rules. But yeah. So what about you? What is your aftercare grounding after an intimate moment? If you think about it, you even do it after sex. If you hold each other, that's grounding and reconnecting. So what's yours? Dear Nikki, I was on vacation in Niagara Falls with my two friends We all shared a hotel room, so I had no privacy. On the elevator ride up to our room, I made eye contact with this handsome gentleman. His eyes were dark like they could stare into your soul. His hair had a strawberry blonde quality, his jawline extremely defined. His biceps were so huge, they were nearly tearing his shirt sleeve. My heart was racing by how hot he was. I made small talk with him and found out He was there on business. As the elevator stopped, we both exited and found our rooms were only three rooms apart. As we both entered our respective rooms, we exchanged one last glance and smile. I wanted him so badly. My friends wanted to go partying that evening, but I had other plans. I faked a headache and told them to go out without me. 
When the coast was clear, I took my chance, hoping he was in the room. I knocked, and luckily he was there. He opened the door wearing nothing but a towel as he just got out of the shower, his abs glowing with water reflected from the hotel lights and some steam rising from his body. I said, Oh, sorry, did I catch you at a bad time? He said, Hey, I'm Alex. Not at all. Come on in. I was just about to watch some TV. I'm Tim. I just wanted to stop by and see if you wanted to hang out and grab a drink. His hair smelled of lavender shampoo and a light scent of aftershave lingered in the air. I have some vodka and ice we could drink here. We made our way to his bed and he poured me a drink. We toasted and he sat down on the foot of the bed beside me. So, I don't know how to say this, but I'm just going to come out and say it. I think you're hot. He took a moment and then said, I'm actually glad you came. These trips tend to get lonely. He slowly leaned in to make a move, and I followed suit. His tongue danced around with mine as I undid my clothes and his towel dropped to the floor. My hands wrapped around his hard cock, and he moaned in my mouth as he kissed me harder. He laid me down on the bed and slowly inserted every inch of his beautiful cock in my ass. He proceeded to fuck me with passion and intensity like a Greek god, every thrust hotter than the last. I'm almost going to come he said. Do it. Come inside me. I grabbed his ass and pushed his cock deeper inside me as he came, making sure every last drop was not wasted. And as he came, so did I. I came on my chest and on his face. He pulled out and lied down on the bed space beside me. We cuddled for a few hours, just basking in the scent and the glow of our freshly fucked bodies. I said, I hope we can do this one more time before our vacation is over. See you tomorrow night. Tim. P.S. I'm writing this to you literally hours after this happened. I thought you might enjoy. Why, yes, Tim, I did enjoy. (laughs) Tim is a really good friend of mine. He actually has his own show, Sex Ed with Tim, T-I-M. And I actually was on his Valentine's Day show, although we recorded it, I believe, uh, last spring, early summer. So yeah, go listen to me over on Tim's show and enjoy Tim. And thank you so much. I, I'm glad he wrote this actually. I, as I was reading it, I got to wondering, could I flirt like that? I mean, you guys think I can, but, and I can't, don't get me wrong. I have never, wait, have I? Not like that. Have ever. Yeah, no. No, close, but yeah, have I, never have I ever. Maybe I need to add that to my list. Hmm, I might have to take a road trip soon. See if I can, I can see me now riding the elevators up and down and up and down looking for someone to hit on to see if I can get a quickie. Yeah, that sounds quite boring and quite stalkerish. So I don't know. (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, if you bumped into a sexy Greek god s or god, into an elevator, would you, could you? I'm saying yes. If there was the right chemistry, absolutely. But I don't chase. So that's where Tim and I are a bit different. Although I think I would knock on the door, but I don't chase. I'm glad that the gentleman, the Greek god, knocked, um, actually made the first move. Actually, it sounds like it was mutual. But yeah, I don't chase. I'm not a groupie. 
And yeah, I think I would feel this out. Yeah, definitely. You guys hear me go back and forth way too much, I think. What about you? I'd like to know. You can find the link for Tim's show at the bottom of the show notes and anywhere my social media is. I'll make sure I tag him in this week's show notes and uh, show so that way you can follow and find him. Let him know Nikki sent you. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Remember, if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, questions, anything, feel free to send them to Nikki and I kk y at dearnikki.com or anonymously on the website at dearnikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also go straight to my patron from my page, just dearnikki.com, you know, patron, I believe, believe I have it listed as. And don't be afraid to write in. Yeah, I know there's times it seems like I read really, really long ones. We're actually looking for any links. So even if it's two sentences, send it in. We'll find a way to make sure that we read it and you get to hear me read it. So again, send it in, send your confessions in. Um, We're really looking forward to hearing from all of you. And in closing, hello, lover. Do you know what I'm wearing right now? Those particular panties that have problems staying on. Oh, well, with a little help being taken off, that is. Do you want to see him again? I'll make sure to bend over and spread. (laughs) Let me know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fabulous week.